You're listening to the St. John's Diamond Creek Podcast. This episode presented by Bishop Kate Proud. Today's Bible reading is on Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is the word of the Lord. I preach in the name of the living God. Amen. Give us this day our daily bread. We are hungry, aren't we? We're hungry to meet together face to face again. Looks like that's happening earlier than anticipated, praise the Lord. We're hungry to see our family members and friends. We're hungry for our children to get back to school. The children are hungry to get back to school. We're hungry to return to those familiar routines. I'm hungry for the hairdresser for obvious reasons. According to your parish fashionista, M. Jetton, I've got my reputation to maintain. Yet we find it hard to sense what enough means with all this hunger. Though babies know the meaning of enough, don't they? They know when to cry for food, when to stop drinking. There's no hesitation in asking for what they need and stopping when their need is satisfied. Yes, we are hungry, but how to trust this in our diet-conscious, food-obsessed culture, with our Uber Eats at your fingertips accessibility or fad diets that promise instant results? In our disposable world, where if something doesn't satisfy, then we can easily replace it with another. How do we know whether we are truly hungry and how do we regulate this? And just what might we be hungry for? As a clinical psychologist, I've worked quite a lot over the years with people who have eating disorders or some kind of what's referred to as a disordered eating. I know they're horrible, horribly clinical words. I apologise. And what I've often found myself wondering about those who used to come to see me who were uh, denying themselves food was, from what are you starving yourself? What, apart from food, are you not getting enough of? What might you be denying yourself? And if they had difficulties in knowing when to stop eating, I was curious about why they needed to fill themselves with more than their bodies physically needed. Either way, they had over time lost touch with their intuition and they couldn't trust themselves to know when enough was enough. Well, we're not here to talk about the psychological habits of eating, but we have got the food theme happening in these few words of the Lord's Prayer. Give us today our daily bread. 
Give us, God, just what we need, no more, no less. That sounds just right, but to those of us who can't trust our intuition around that, these words of Jesus are perhaps emotionally and spiritually really challenging. Bread, that ordinary, no-frills, staple food. In the wilderness, the people of Israel had to trust that God would provide them with manna in the harsh wilderness. And God provided just enough each day to give them the physical and spiritual nourishment they needed. Much later, Jesus shared a few loaves and fed 5,000 people and still managed to gather up unexpected fragments, leftovers. And then the night before he died, he broke bread again and said, this is my body, take and eat. Do this to remember me. Bread, ordinary, staple food, somehow, and it's a mystery, it ends up being more than enough. The 19th century French saint, Teresa of Lisieux, is the one who said, if you could say the Lord's Prayer once and mean it, you'd be in heaven. When I heard these words, I had to be honest with myself and acknowledge the many, many years, like many of you, I'm sure, I've been praying this prayer, yet so often in that absent-minded way that we do with something that's so familiar to us. How often have I meant those words when I've prayed them? How often have I paused to be mindful of the words, to mean them? What might life look like if I were really intentional when I prayed just those six words, give us today? our daily bread. What would I notice? What would be different? What would it mean to do this? I think that it would mean, or that it might mean, that I was accepting and trusting of what someone else has called the gospel of enough. It would mean being willing to learn and recognise what enough looks like. And life would include my desire to discover joy in the enough of my daily life. But we're so used to shopping around, aren't we, before we settle on being satisfied. For example, since COVID and even in those good old pre COVID pre-pandemic days, people have often church hopped just because they can. So if the sermons are not long enough or they're too long or the service of the word is too bland or the prayers are dull or the songs are a bore or the liturgy or the service is too fancy or there are too many candles or they dress up looking ridiculous and it's also seemingly irrelevant, or it's all too much like a social gathering, or they can't even tell it's Anglican, if the sharing of the piece is too formal or so overly familiar it's embarrassing. Well, you know, you get the picture. 
Now with services online, especially, we can pick and choose each week. Not only where we go here in Melbourne, but we can go all over the world, can't we? I can go to church in my jammies, or after I've done the housework, well, that would be rare, or even on another day of the week. I might even skip the sermon, though I know you won't be skipping this one. I could go on, but you get the picture. So much choice, more than enough choice, too much perhaps. We're sated. It's hard to gauge whether we're hungry, spiritually filled, too full, or whether we simply have enough. Now, I'm not suggesting that life is just about putting up with, that we can't be discerning or attend to a spiritual diet that can nourish our souls. We all need that. We're hungry for that. But it's a challenge, isn't it, to think about what the gospel of enough looks like, what our daily bread looks like in these pandemic times in our daily lives, and even as we dare to imagine life beyond COVID. How about a translation of give us this day our daily bread that could sound something like give me today enough for today and hold me back from wanting more than my share. Help me, Lord, to find joy in the enough and to trust the enough rather than always looking over the shoulder of life, as it were, at what I might be missing. You know, that fear of missing out syndrome. And perhaps one way to understand what enough for today might mean is to think about the important relationships in our lives. It's so tempting to think, isn't it, that about someone else, a close other, you don't give me enough. I need more companionship or humour or physical affection. What happens if we say instead, you, you as you are, you the one I have pledged my life to, whether it be platonic or romantic, are enough for me. And what if we say, you, God, are enough for me daily, for the daily gift is none other than bread. It's staple, as I've said. And if it's staple, it must be life-changing. Praying the Lord's Prayer teaches us to be content with enough because the enough will change our lives. And the word itself, bread or punis, from which our word companion comes. Bread is given to us by God who companions us in life, giving us whatever nourishment we need for our daily journeys. And please, I do want to make that distinction about just putting up with. I'm not saying you be put up with violence or we put up with, with um, relationships or encounters that, that uh, in any way damage us. That's not the kind of putting up with I'm talking about. I hope you can understand the distinction, but I feel the need to say that. During the pandemic, 
we might have been more aware of not enough rather than just enough. Many of us have felt starved these past 12 months, emotionally or physically or spiritually. But even in such times of scarcity as we might have experienced them, God answers our prayer in need and answers it with abundance. The abundance that's called just enough. Let me explain using a scriptural illustration that someone else has uh, talked about. It's that wonderful story from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 9, about the woman with the hemorrhage. She was afflicted with the flow of blood, a flow of blood for 12 years, 12 years. In her day, of course, that, that condition would have rendered her ritually unclean, would have starved her of social contact, financial means, respect, worth, a place in the synagogue. And if she touched anyone, she would render them impure and unclean also. She would have been a total outcast. In desperate need of healing, she sees Jesus in the crowd. And perhaps out of respect for him, she doesn't touch him. She does not risk him being made ritually unclean like herself. Instead, she reaches out and touches the hem of his garment. If I could but touch the hem of his garment, she thinks, I shall be made whole. This nameless woman in the story trusts that just enough will be more than enough. And it is, and power goes out of him, we're told. And she receives the healing presence of Jesus. Out of scarcity, just enough is given and it ends up an abundance. These past 20 months, it might seem as if we too have been touching the hem of Jesus' garment, even as we might still long for his embrace. Give us today our daily bread. Of course, daily bread reminds us of the Eucharist, of Holy Communion. Believe it or not, and this is the mystery, just a morsel of bread and a sip of wine is more than enough to be fed with all that we need to feed the world, which is our mission as Christians. Bishop Rowan Williams, the former Archbishop of Canterbury, who's the leader of the church, the Archbishop of Canterbury is the leader of the Church of England and the symbolic head of the worldwide Anglican Communion, so a fairly important person. He reflected recently about merely watching services online, as we've all been doing. And in particular, he was referring to watching Holy Communion services, which for many have seemed not enough or dissatisfying. On the contrary, he commented that this has for him been enough. Online productions, he writes, 
will never take the place of face-to-face worship or for him receiving the bread and wine at the Holy Communion service. But, he remarks, if by watching we can gaze and adore and give thanks, of course it isn't the full reality, but it helps to recognise the loving act of God reconciling the world to himself. And so our eyes have been opened a little. Our awareness has been woken up. That's a bit like touching the hem of the garment and knowing that it is enough. It's the daily bread. It's all we need. Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for St. John's Diamond Creek.